Okay. Um, so I'm going to be talking about my trip to Vietnam. I went about maybe three weeks ago now. Um, and I just want to first say thank you to CLC for um, sending both Diane and I to uh, Vietnam. It was really special to have your prayers and your support and your encouragement going. Um, so there are a lot of things that we were able to do. Um, oh, first, why did I go? Um, two years ago, I went with CLC to Vietnam, and we were able to connect with college students there with a local college ministry. Um, that was really special to me. And so to be able to go back um, was something I was really excited for. Um, I also had the opportunity to go to northern Vietnam for the first time on this, this mission trip. And so um, it's really different from southern Vietnam. I was excited to see how God was working in a place that was really restrictive because um, the government sits there. The government in Vietnam is communist, so um, they have really strict rules about churches, about um, sharing the gospel. Um, so that's why I was really excited. And overall, just very excited to see um, a bigger picture of God um, through going there. Um, so a couple of the things that we did, I think one of the biggest things I learned was just how hard ministry was in northern Vietnam. There aren't very many workers, and the workers that are there aren't really allowed to go out into the countryside. Um, and that's because a lot of the government officials um, will crack down on people who go, go out and share, um, try and change any cultural things or religious practices. Um, most of Vietnam is Buddhist, um, so that's just context there. I learned that um, a lot of the pastors um, are paid only $27 a month. Um, and when we were there, uh, they actually hadn't been paid for two months. So most of them have to survive by farming uh, for their own food, um, and that's how they usually survive. Um, it was really hard to see um, the ministry family that we were with because um, the father was a pastor's son. And when you grow up in a, a pastor's, a pa as a pa pastor's kid in Vietnam, you never want to go into ministry again. Um, because you know how hard it is to live in poverty. You know how hard the ministry is for your parents. Um, so to see him um, really pouring out for the college students um, was incredible. Um, but it was also hard to see that they really didn't have enough workers. They didn't have enough uh, financial subsistence. Um, so that was hard to see. Um, another thing that was really hard is that we went to um, this village. Many people there are infected with HIV. Um, we went there to visit the orphans who are supported by the program. Um, so I met kids as young as six who are cooking for their families. I met um, kids who lived on their own since they were 12 and 8 years old because both of their parents had passed away. I met kids whose um, parents have committed suicide or died from HIV, and so none of the rest of the village wanted anything to do with them, and that was really hard. Um, and so I was always asking, like, God, where are you there? Where are you in this uh, situation? Um, but uh, in the midst of, of, like, all the hardship and, um, and, and seeing the poverty and seeing um, the brokenness there, there were definitely moments where I could see God. And that was through our camp, uh, ma mainly. So we were able to serve at a camp there that we put on for um, the orphans in the program. 
Um, CAMA stands for Compassion and Mercy Associates, and they provide uh, financial assistance for kids to go uh, for their education um, and also for them to go to this camp. So this camp is um, annual. It's paid for all for the orphans. We took them to this water park, and we just stayed with them. We slept in the same room as them. Um, we were just able to play with them, help them swim. Um, one thing that really surprised me was that all of the... Um, male uh, counselors or um, people who are helping at the camp said that the kids were waking them up at 4 a.m. And I was like, why are they waking up at 4 a.m.? Um, but all of the boys um, are used to waking up, 4 waking up at 4 a.m. because they go into the fields and they um, help their parent or their grandparents or whatever parent is left um, uh, get rice um, for their family before they go to school. So that's why they would wake up at 4 a.m., um, and that made me just realize, wow, it's amazing that we have this camp to provide for them. They don't have to worry about going to work. They don't have to worry about cooking for their family. They can just be kids just for a little while and know that someone cares for them and someone loves them. <clears throat> so it was really great to see that we could do that through the camp. And the second way I really saw God moving was through Bible college students that I met. Um, like I said, being called into ministry is a really difficult thing for them because they know how difficult it is. But um, there are so many stories of God's goodness and his calling and their faithfulness in replying. Um, one of the things I was really struck by was um, the tribal students. So in Vietnam, there are many tribes. Um, there's like the ma majority, um, but then also there are like villages within there. So Actually, the gospel is like spreading like wildfire through their villages. So um, just a couple stories from them. Um, when they first got um, the Bible in one of the villages, this is what the Bible college student told me, they would hide it. They would like bury it underground, three or four feet underground. And um, they would only take a piece of the Bible, like a, like a paper, uh, when one paper and they would keep it in their house and then they would like read it and then they would go back and they would put the paper back and take another piece um, and so that if uh, any government official came and they took away that piece of paper they would still have the rest of the bible another thing was that one time a preacher came to uh, this village and um, a government official came and they were about to arrest this person um, but the people dressed him up as a woman and um, they allowed him to escape through the forest, um, dressed up as a woman. They put makeup on him and everything. Um, and we asked, how could he pass as a woman? Apparently, the women in the village were really tall at the time. So that's how. Um, but it was so amazing to see how God was working, even in the most restrictive of places, through Kama um, and through also um, the tribal people, of him calling people into ministry. Um, so a couple things that I'm going to take away from this trip and that God has stirred in me is that um, to be constant in prayer and support for my fellow believers in Vietnam, I think that's something I really want to do. I'm still in contact with them, so I want to continue praying for them. Uh, and also use um, my future career to help in, in missions somehow. Um, so those are the two things. Um, just want to say thank you for allowing me to share, and thank you so much for supporting us on the trip.